Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Golding Conversations. We're on day two of Echo Lake Week. I'm your host, David Gold. And today I'm joined by two Jewball legends, Mr. Miles Cooperman, Ms. Mr. Stam Feldman, and my chief, Rachel Beanstalk. How are we all doing today? Good. Nice to be here. Really excited. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for having us. I mean, I was just thinking about the last time I probably talked to you guys all for more than a few messages was 18 months ago. No, you fish for and forth. No, we, we, we saw you at the, the, uh, county, the county, county fair. Yeah, but that was for what? We like no one, I didn't really like have full conversations with you guys. Right? And you, you surprised us. That, that, oh, was was epic. Good, that was a good one. I was proud of myself on that one. Yeah, but, it was nice to see you. Miles came to our played against Miles in football in the stands. My biggest Ardsley supporter. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I think you made, a, you made a field goal that game. I did. You, and then you texted me, you dipped after the third when you guys made the comeback of a lifetime. Yeah, still uh, still salty about it? Or... Absolutely. Yeah, it was a fun game to watch. Definitely was. What have you guys been up to during this quarantine time? Well, um, I've had some lots of homework to do. Keep me busy. Uh, I paint some Spongebob characters, being honest. <laughs> nice. um, I, like, now that APs are done, before I had a decent amount of work, but now the um, the workload is lightening up, so I'm playing a lot of basketball and uh, trying to just stay active. And while Sam eats his meal, I will continue on. <laughs> um, doing, I've just been chilling. Uh, Playing some basketball for the most part, not too much. Miles and Sam, have you guys been? Has your coaches been kind of like keeping up on you guys, trying to keep you guys going? Looking are you implying? Are you implying I don't have a coach and they don't keep checking in on me? <laughs> I think <Rachel's> <laughs> I was gonna get to you. I was gonna get to you because no, you, not you once. My coach has not reached out to us once. We we did a uh, a Zoom as a team just more to talk. I I think for basketball we were supposed to play in a summer league, but I bet at this point it's canceled. But I have a feeling that everyone on the team's probably playing just since what else is there to do. That's true. We've been doing team workouts over Zoom, have team meetings almost every day. Rachel, for you though, seeing your spring season being a lacrosse player was gone, taken away. So how have you kind of been dealing with that? I know you're definitely a big lacrosse fan, big lacrosse player. So how have you kind of been dealing with losing that spring season? Um, it was really sad, like, two months ago when we just, like, had to end it. Like, it was, it was game day when our game was canceled and then we never went back to school. And it's just, like, sad seeing the seniors, like, never being able to play with them again. But our coach definitely emails us, like, a couple times a week giving us, like, either, like, wall ball sets or workouts. And we have a Google Hangout once a week, too, to keep in touch. Mm. My lacrosse coach emailed us a few times. Sam, I totally forgot you played lacrosse. You weren't going to play this year, though, right? No, but I was still, like, part of the team. The coach said his son got expelled from school. From e-learning? No, it was, like, it, like, carried over from when they were in school. Oh, okay. I just – right now, was e-learning kind of look for you guys, like – I've just gotten weekly assignments posted on Google Classroom and like a few classes have met, but I know Rachel has class all day. Yeah, I definitely have like four or five classes a day for an hour, um, which is like a lot for like- Each one's an hour? Yeah. That's the private school difference. It's 55 minutes a class. It's because they don't care. 
I got I got blue light. I got blue light glasses. I think they're a lifesaver. I actually do. You have I, to have the camera on. What? Yeah, you do have to have the camera on, or at least like show your face. You have you. to. Um, is, you have to like, like wear you for the glasses. No, because everyone also bought blue light. Blue light. Oh, <laughs> everyone has the same ones from Amazon. That is a very private school thing, I believe. But I know in Scarsdale, they're making the kids like show up in like school appropriate clothes. Do you have to like wear like school appropriate like? Or you can show up in a t-shirt and sweats and no one yeah, cares. Yeah, you can't. I mean, for, in Scarsdale, for me, I don't have like to t-shirt and like I would wear yeah. a t-shirt and sweats to school. Like, like what? What do people plan on going? Like on you can't school? go. You can't go in your pajamas. I, I don't get naked. out of bed. The only rule is you can't be naked at my school. It's a fair rule. <laughs> yeah, we um we have assignments and then optional classes. So it's in the morning. I probably won't go, but towards the afternoon. If we had a question or just to stop in, it's, it's, uh, I'll go. Sam, what about you? I have, uh, probably like an hour and a half of classes each day. It's not too bad. No, it's, it's, it's pretty easy, but like we have gym. Are you guys pass fail or are you getting grades still? We were pass fail for the third quarter and then fourth quarter is, it's like a combination of what you had from the third quarter and then what you have we from are. the fourth quarter to make yeah, up like so. yeah, the last quarter. Too. Rachel, what about you? Saying you're, you know, non-New York and non-public. It's, yeah, it's per, per usual. Like we have normal grades. Like they still, like I've had so many tests in online schools where it's like, it's like, so like our, like our server, like our school website's called My Compass and, and they just can like give tests through that like software and it monitors your screen not monitors your screen but if you click out of the tab then it drops you out of the test so i mean like there's like ways to get around it but like it's pretty pretty cheap proof have your cell phone have your cell phone next to you bang i beat the system yeah but then like it's all timed like the test closes after like 45 minutes usually so it's like you gotta be be prepared then gotta have two computers and a cell phone you'd be good to go (laughs) Any of my teachers listening to this, well, we're pass-fail and we don't give tests, so. You have no tests? No, because we're pass-fail. Do you not have tests, Sam? I have tests in my math and my stat classes. So my math teacher gave us our tests that we had that we would have gotten in school, but he was like, here, just do it, and then submit, and I will tell you the grade you're going to get. You would have gotten on it. But, like, it was just – I've been getting a lot of busy work, it seems like. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's tough, though, because, like, I feel like teachers probably feel like they need to still keep moving along in the curriculum, but it's hard if they're not, like, hosting live classes that are mandatory to really give the same level of instruction as they did before. I end school a week from tomorrow because I live in Florida, so, like, we started in, like, the beginning of August also, and so, like, mostly the past month has been, like, reviewing for APs. And then now we have like a couple end of year projects that kind of culminate everything we've learned. And then that's kind of it. We end on Friday. Super excited. On Friday when we all got another, what, month? At least. Super yeah. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was just thinking about it. You guys got your final chance to go back last year. Have you guys kind of been able to make your piece of like, my time is over there? And like, I had. You guys were all froshes. Have you guys kind of just made your piece that, like, I had a great nine nine years to ten years, and now it's over? 
honestly kind of makes it easier that no one gets to go back this year. But I, I don't know. That, that's kind of selfish, but, like, honestly, like, makes me feel a little bit better that, like, no one else gets to be there. Yeah, like, it'll be so much easier for me, like, if my, my little brother, like, he's selfish. You know? I mean, I'm with Miles there, but, you know. <laughs> I don't Which know. What are you saying? No, like, I, I, no, I agree completely. Like, if I had to see my brother go to camp and I couldn't, I would just, it would just be so much harder. I, I was kind of, like, opposite, but, like, I was, like, sometimes I think about it, I'm like, damn, it stinks that we're not going back, but it was, like, a lot of fun, and I feel like being home is, like, a new experience, and it's awesome. So there's oh, I, I, I wouldn't want to go back this year anyway. No, yeah, I mean, we're old, we're old. Yeah, I know you're, yeah, I felt like I was ready to be done, and, like, obviously, I was going to be a day camp counselor, but I don't, it's still supposed to happen. Yeah, my, my day camp's still on I mean, right hopefully now. Hopefully it does, because that'll be a fun experience. I know for me, last year, mm-hmm. uh, it took me about two months after the summer ended for me to just be okay with, like, saying goodbye. Oh, my God, it's the hardest thing ever. I, I, I'm so in love with camp. It's well, so here's hard. the other thing. You guys were all going back, and I, it wasn't, I wasn't sad to leave the place. The place was great to me for six years, seven years. No, six years. But... It was more the people that was gonna that was gonna be hard to say goodbye to, but I just think over time I just kind of said to myself that was one chapter of my life and now it's done. Close, I've closed the book on it and I moved on. What? What did he say? Spoken by a truly sure old soul. Yeah, I feel you. But also easier said Uh, than. No, when you when summer came around for the first week or so, I still looked at pictures of because I just missed it. Like it was weird. Like what also was bad for me last year is because there were two separate waves of goodbyes. Rachel, you left that first time, right? Then some of my some of the other kids. I I think Miles didn't leave until that Wednesday because of the region. So we were definitely just all over the place, and it made it a little bit hard for me. But for you guys, what did kind of your last year being there for so long kind of mean to you is that like final wrap-up it really it was so so important to me and like the last summer like (laughs) it like really like brought together my entire experience there and how much I've learned like kind of as a person about myself and like the kind of person that I want to be and like so many other things about friendship and like the relationships I made for sure will last longer than just that summer which is kind of what keeps me going. Sam? Yeah, can you repeat the question? Yeah, just with that last summer kind of being your final one, what do you kind of take as it like as the wrap up of everything? I don't know. It's kind of cool like you're kind of like uh like a celebrity. Like all the little kids like like loves you. That I thought that was kind of cool. Um I don't know, finishing it off it I don't know. It kind of thought like being a sort of counselor for the kids. You kind of got like a different perspective, but I, I don't know. It was I felt like it was like they figured out the right way to like end your camp career. Miles, the question was when you dropped out was about that final wrap up of last year, kind of being like after nine years, how you kind of took LIT year to be that like wrap up for you as a camper. 
Yeah, I think the year before, like we, when you were there, and we went on four and four, and we went on like this amazing trip, like out west for four weeks, was definitely a more fun, like like just pure fun, like probably the most fun like you can have in a summer. Uh, but then like that sort of the last summer was a different experience, and I think they they know that, and like they want you to just kind of get more out of it. And I think I think you do like, and it's fun, and I'm sad to sort of just like have little kids like run around and just like like see you sort of this mystical figure and like there's something about that that's kind of rewarding especially like when you know like you played a part in helping them like have a good summer yeah i mean for you guys what was it that's a, such a different dynamic than you've had all the other years interacting with really just kids your age maybe a year younger maybe a year older to now kind of like having eight-year-olds look up to you how would you guys try to like show the eight-year-old like what Camp Echo Lake was all about and like why you guys fell in love with the place when you guys were that young. I remember so clearly when I was like a frosh and like lower junior and when I was that age I would look at the LITs like I would look at the oldest age group and be like they're so cool like they love each other so much they're having so much fun like I just like idolize them completely and then being that person for another child like I saw myself so much in so many of the groups that I spent time with which was like super meaningful to me. Miles? Um, oh, I like, it's kind of what Rachel said, but like, I just like, I remember that, like when we were like, when we were campers and like, like we would sort of just like do the stupidest shit. Like, like Charlie Coleman and Michael Kinzer would make like a song that made fun of you. And it was just like, <laughs> so. <laughs> we can talk about like, some of that dumb stuff we like, did. Yeah, exactly. So like to like see like the older kids, like, have that same sort of just like lack of care and just sort of like immaturity, but like fun immaturity. It was just like, I just kind of guided them along and just like tried to help them have a similar experience that I did. But with the younger kids, it's a little harder since like sometimes you'll go a day and you're like, I didn't really speak to a real person today. It's like you can't have conversations, like you can have conversations with them, but like it's not like anything you say is meaningful or really like it's like a deep conversation. No, not at all. I mean, Sam, go ahead and I'll jump in on my point. I don't know. Like, I feel I feel like they covered it pretty well. All right. Well, I, I know from have more to to share. I know for myself, Miles. You just touched on it. this year. The kids I took care of were from the ages of like five to ten, and anyone under the age of like ten, eleven, you really can't have a conversation with. Half the time, you're kind of in your own head wondering what they're saying and trying to interpret it in order to respond. I'm not sure I agree. I, sometimes I would have conversations with my froshies. And you're like, le- well, you're a seven-year-old on the inside. Yeah, I am that for a long time. I am very um, young and immature and it's, it's a blast. But like some of these kids are like so pure and like don't really know anything but like what it's in, like in the world in its simplest version. And so kind of talking to them kind of like allows you to like simplify like the world around you and mm-hmm. I don't know I think you'd be kind of cool they yeah, have that whole you'll be, talk, uh, you'll, you'll be talking to them and like like they'll be carrying a stick and like on a hike with one of them and like he lost his favorite stick and like he started crying and like sort of like I'm like what do I that's do now that. like it was a stick that's sad but I also think that like you could be I could be like talking to like 
a nine-year-old and be like, you're so lucky. You have so many more summers. And then they would be like, but at least like you were my age at once and you got to have the whole thing, you know, and like point out to me that like, I, I like, at least I, like, you know, like don't cry because it's over. Like they can understand that. I love that a nine-year-old is making you think that emotionally. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I never had a talk like that with a kid. I think, I think, that like, is, I think that's a very girl thing. I don't think eight-year-old boys are oh. ever thinking that deep. I, I think... I think the the kids that young mostly just like jumped on me and like attacked me and stuff. Yeah, they jump? Did they jump on you guys in the pool too? Still, is that still the yeah. same? I, I no, enjoyed throwing kids. That we that was definitely a highlight. We could talk the about the one that would all they would all just tackle Miles like four of them at a time, and he physically could not get out of it. No, I let me tell my part of the story. Oh, I was okay. listen, Okay. It was the last day of Tim, and like, <laughs> we were running around, and there were literally seven of them holding me down. Like, Miles, you got through the get Miles, up. you got through the stiff arm, man. Yeah, like I get that they're young, but like when there's like seven of them chucked volleyballs at your head, throw the and, stiff like, arm. You got through the stiff I started, arm. I started hitting them with a broom to try to get them out. It didn't work. Like, yeah, like I like to think I'm physically capable of like fending off, but when it's like a swarm of them. I have to like get Sam and Rachel. To no, there is there is no there see. is nothing worse than a swarm of seven year olds. They are I would say, they are brutal say because they have night. so much energy. I throw one at, and then there's like four more on me. Like how do you keep up with them? At night, the kids definitely like act differently. What do you mean? Like during the day, they like they they could have some energy, but like be fine. But like at night, if you're sitting OD for them, like they I remember. They want to stir some stuff up. Yeah, the one night, the one night I came up was a Friday night, and you guys were sitting OD. I ended up sitting OD with Jukas, Grin, and Hack that night, and those kids were so awake. I was like, "It's eleven thirty. I am gassed. I don't know how you kids are still so up." And they're like eight, nine years old. I felt well, young, young, young David Gold. That kid, that kid, savage some stuff on OD. <laughs> he had the um, what, what, what was his move called? No idea what you're talking about. So no idea. He, he would just like whoever's on OD. If, if he wants to get out of the bunk, he would just drop his pants and run at you. <laughs> well, no, I, what do you do there? He, just be like he, he 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 called it the flash attack. <laughs> I mean, like Rachel, back to your point about having like deep conversations with these kids. Like, I'm trying to think of who um what age lower juniors are, but like. Uh, one of our friends, Andrew Steinberg, Spark- Sparky, came back and he's like, that was the worst experience of my life. Like, there was a kid standing on the sink eating his toenails. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love children. I fell asleep oh. on OD one time. It was me and Jilly and Strauss sitting OD together, and I actually fell asleep by accident. So it was a good thing she was awake because I would have gotten in a lot of trouble. That's, that's almost happened to me at work before. It's almost the good news for day camp was at three o'clock. I was able to say, not my problem anymore and hand them back off to the parents. How do you, how do you fall asleep paddleboarding? Like, because I had an hour and a half break every day. Oh, uh, so it's not like you're falling asleep while you're like, out there on the water. No, those kids keep you going when you're out there because they're trying to flip the boat and you're trying your hardest to stay on because you don't feel like getting wet because you got to do this like another eight times. And they're singing baby shark and jumping up and down and you're just holding on for dear life paddling until they get to the dock so they can get off sounds treacherous really it was a good time i really i end up enjoying it but there is some kids that were just eight-year-old boys are the worst group of kids to work with when you're doing that because they want to create havoc they want to like hit each other and throw each other off i'm like well 
I will get yelled at if you do that, so please don't. Just don't get the idea that, like, we end up getting in trouble, not them. Yeah. But for you guys, what was it kind of like, we were so close as a group, what was it like kind of combining with everyone else and becoming one group? Sam, you want to start us off? I, I thought it was, like, I, I thought it went as well as it could, I guess. Um, we, I don't know, obviously I was still closer with, like, all the people I've been friends with in the past, but, like, it it was nice kind of having not, like, new relationships, but getting closer with people that I really know as well. But I would, coming out of that, like, I, the people I'm still close with are the people I've always been close with. Yeah, it's, um, before we get to, like, Rachel on the girl side, it's impossible to have the same relationship um, that you did with people that you've been in the same group with for eight years than with someone you've been in the same group with for one year like that being said like they're all cool nice kids so like we kind of merged pretty and all had a good time together and I also think that like I mean I enjoyed getting to know the other groups so like like in that close-knit environment so so much and like they all are so amazing but I just think that the people we went out west with and had that kind of fun with like there's nothing like that. Like nothing- I was fully just remin- thinking about my head, those seven-hour van rides we had from yeah. the one we had from, I think, Moab to the Grand Canyon or Page, Arizona. One of them from somewhere to the Grand Canyon, and we went to the wrong camping site, yeah. like an hour away from the actual yeah. camping site. And then we got I back. Was- it, was, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and Joyce is just making us fajitas. I was in the More group at the right place and sitting there it was like we had all the gingers in the group so it was like Sarah, me, Hack and Maddie and we were all there and we out there was only three other people and so like the gingers outnumbered the non-gingers and that was a blast. I remember that. That's <laughs> I, I mean we were just those days but I think by there were times where we all wanted to just kill each other during that I don't think there were I don't remember yeah, I, I didn't feel that I mean I fully felt I that. know you had some like grudges with some people so maybe you felt that but it was just was no it's just like we were together for 24 hours for three for four no, weeks it was just, we were points where we were we were getting that, annoyed that, with each other was, oh that was horrible what was horrible cleaning the vans oh that was bad maybe you shouldn't curse yeah, yeah. it just happens sometimes though happens to the best bad. of us those were actually the best days ever. threw away the life, the opportunity of a lifetime. I, I had to. It, it was so fair. Yeah, he, uh, to be fair, Sam, Sam was right in that situation. I would have lost it. We, we had the opportunity to, to go into Walmart, pick, buy clothing on the camp's credit card for Joyce and Grant to dress them up for a day. And Sparky decided he, he would throw that away to get McDonald's over Chipotle. As Sparky at his finest self. Yeah, I've never, like, I've never had more McDonald's in a twenty. That was so much McDonald's, so much Subway. I think I ate Subway. I think me- for a week straight up. At- no, yeah, the egg on a like the sausage and egg on a biscuit was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just- do some good breakfast food. No, we, we honestly, it was honestly the best. Like the food and the people, it was just so much fun. Like if you could go had- back and do one day on four and four, which day are you picking? Are you asking me to pull out my journal? Is that what's going on? No. I'm, well, it's an audio-only podcast, and so no one can see it. No, but I would, like, read it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who would you have on uh, From Echo Lake last time? You guys are the first episode of From Echo Lake I'm recording. 
what you said in the beginning. You just said this you will be second. going out the second day. Jukas and Grin are going out Monday. You guys are coming out. This Tuesday. podcast life is confusing. <laughs> but um, no, if you had to go back and pick one wait, day, how, wait, 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 how, how many how many listeners do you get on this? Uh, around a hundred every episode. Oh my god! Oh, pretty good. The great Schmaldini. <laughs> I hope we're interesting. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, interesting. I don't think we are. Like, if you guys had to go back and pick one day on four and four, which day would you pick? Wait, I, I, already, I, I know my day. I can tell you which night. My, I which would. Night. I, I would pick the uh, the day we were we were in Aspen. Aspen was I like that day. day. That was awesome. Oh. Soccer. We played soccer in that. We yeah. played so much soccer. <laughs> Wait, I would pick. I I don't know what day. I probably but but the night I would give you two nights. One of them was the last night in San Francisco when there we did like the last relay race, and I was like. Like Miles, that, and, that was, and we all had to eat the cake with the penny and in it. Miles oh, is always so good at that. That was me. And he found Wait, the penny Shmold, in the cake. Shmold. I have that I, picture I, still. I, Shmold, I, I broke the record at Apache this year. Did you actually? Yeah. Five seconds. Third, third, no third bite. Said that. Third bite. It was no insane. It no was one said you broke the record. He 100% broke the record. No one's ever done faster. They said it on the loudspeaker. Evan Stein was making it up. Miles, shut up, Sam. Broke Miles, it. Miles, Miles, just salty. He's just salty. No, we, uh, no they, they, they won both of us. Sight to behold. I did the lake swim, not to flex. You yeah. always do a long I, swim. I also it seems did like. a lake swim, just not for Apache. Yeah. Sam, did you run no? Sam, did you run no glory this year? Yeah, I did. Broken but uh, yeah, I, I ran it after the other team had already finished. You ran on a broken <laughs> ankle. Yeah, man. No, it was like sprint. That's dedication to the game right it there, folks. It was so annoying. Both Sparky and Sam were like so broken at the end of the summer that they couldn't really... Sparky breaks every year, though. Wait, so Rachel, what was your night that you... Oh, change? okay, so it was the last night in San Francisco when we did that relay race with like, you had to bring the egg on the... Sp- or the ping pong ball on a spoon across. And like, it was that big relay and my team won, me, me and Miles and like a couple others. It was great. And then the other one was when we went to that like, mini golf go-karting place oh that got, I, I got very intense i beat will specter if he's listening which he most definitely will not i beat him <laughs> <laughs> and also i played with like it was like grant and noah weber me and grin and max and will in mini golf and i came in second but it was still so fun oh it was hilarious if i had to pick one it would either be bryce canyon that because that place was just the most beautiful place i've ever seen well um, we that there do you remember? We no. we went to Subway. Did we go to Subway that day? And, and then we drove to. Was, uh, we right, to then we drove to Zion, where it was 112 degrees outside. Guys, I got it. I'll tell you what we did. Um, I'd say my, I like I, I don't know if I could choose a day, but the that relay race was fun. Um, and then, oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, Aspen, and just playing World Cup, like, the whole time. Like, when we stopped in that one place, I had a beauty of a header. <laughs> I yeah. liked uh, I liked Santa Barbara also. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, think, I the, think I would either do that. Vegas was a good time. The day where we went on, like, the walk where we ended up, like, swimming in the ocean when we weren't planning on, I don't know if that was. Where Santa was that? Barbara. Yeah, that, that, that was Santa Barbara. Was that Santa Barbara? We weren't supposed to go to Santa Barbara, right? We were supposed to go to what? No, that we were supposed to go to Yosemite. Yosemite, and there were bear, or there was a wildfire. It was wildfire. Yeah. Vegas, by the way, Vegas, not fun when it's 110 degrees out at 11 in the morning. 
in your it was it was it was fun that night though. That night was fun. And the rooms were sick. Yeah. Foreign Port was so fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the bonds there were better than any place we could possibly be. Like, like bonds, like friendships. Yeah, like the friendships. I mean, yeah, yeah like you get so close to the people just since you spend the whole time with them. Yeah, and now look, it's eighteen months later. I didn't even go back this year, and we're here reminiscing. We could probably do this for another hour and a half. Yeah, but no one cares, so we shouldn't. <laughs> no one cares, but. These, these, as much as these for these are for listeners. These are more for me just to be able to catch up with everybody. Oh, good. Then, then it's serving its purpose. Mm-hmm. Because people, whether it's hard to get reach of them, you tell me you're doing a podcast, and I got finally got back in touch with Rachel Beanstalk after she's like the most, she's the busiest person on earth. Well, I'm having a blast. All right, so I got two final questions for you. One final question because we're gonna run out of time. I'll ask two and see if we can fit both in. What has Echo Lake meant to you guys over the past nine years? Well, that's a huge question. Uh, I, th- I think we can skip that one. Nope. Damn. <laughs> nope. I'll say, I'll start, I'll start, I'll wing it. Um, Echo Lake to me has like, uh, like obviously changed my life. Like if I hadn't gone to camp, I wouldn't have my best friends in the world. And like, that's not even like an understatement. Like I, like, it's like the relationships I made there have been so profound, like partly because like, there's no um, technology, like, it's, like, super intimate, really, with each other, and, like, everyone's really there for each other, and you're able to, like, develop that really, like, intense connection, and so I'm really thankful for that, and then also, as it says in their motto, dedicated to human development, I'm, I'm I, thought it ch- I thought it changed to be nice, try hard. I don't want to talk about it, and they, I've really, like, grown as a person, and, like, kind of learned how to be nice and try hard no I've like really like I just think it's amazing and like leadership skills and like all kinds of fun stuff and like I really appreciated my nine summers there I I swear you could have taken that out of like a Friday night services I'm pretty sure I've heard Amy Stein say that over time by the way shout out Amy Stein yeah shout out Amy Stein shout out Alec Levy love that kid (laughs) Yeah, he wanted, he wanted a shout out, so I told him I'd give one. <laughs> um, but I like I think everything Rachel said, obviously so eloquently spoken, and it rings true. But um, just about as you said, what you like, obviously I love the place since like I'm a big camp guy. Um, but the people, like the the friendships, like friends from sort of Canada, from different towns in Westchester, and like there's some like the best friends I have and like I know like sort of what we're doing here like I can hang out with them if I don't see them for 10 years and then suddenly I see them like I know I sort of will get back with them and within like five minutes like we'll sort of be back to like laughing and have the the same sort of relationship that we had during our summers at camp and just like sort of like the moments like when you're in a bunk at night like not necessarily like a planned activity that like isn't like stuff that's not really planned like that's just sort of like when you guys can be together like those we can are, like, we could go over many yeah. of things from those days those those nights where we just end up doing some of the dumbest crap i think i've ever seen kids do it's yeah, just a, like, it's it the most so amazing moment yeah like the flash attack flash attack <laughs> no you when we were in lower village the sunscreen bombs we used to do yeah we we, got, we were the worst group on camp for such a long time. I mean, I don't know. Like, when I like 
when I like see like some of the stuff like as an LIT that like other groups did, like I think everyone thinks like they're the craziest because they are. My group was perfect always. Yeah, you guys, there's one well, thing we sucked at as a group, and that was group sing. I thought yours was good. Like, what was it? Um, upper in your year. Upper in your year, we did do well, but every other year sucked. <laughs> upper village. <laughs> what was upper village? That's a ditch it, volleyball. It was, it was the one that like. Um, oh, Mike when we rap, when we wrapped it all. Yeah, that was. Guys, that was time bad. Gonna Time's gonna end. There's less um, than a minute. I'm gonna upgrade to pro hopefully in the next minute so we can keep going. Yeah, Sam, you need to respond. I I really thought Miles just got it perfect there. Sam, you really are a man of few words. Sam's beautiful. He really. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. I mean, well, we're gonna, if there's one thing we're going to talk about, we got to talk about our Jubal championship. Yeah, I think, um, I think we, it was a long time coming. We got bounced in the first round, even though we were the one seed the year before. Were we the one seed, really? In the B bracket, but still. it was. Oh, oh I think actually your Byron Hills friends upset us in that. Uh, I think they did. No, we beat them the second year. Uh, yeah, but the wait, 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 did, we uh, lost in the first round of the B. Yeah, we played we played Schmold's friends. I think you were like I don't remember that at all. You were like sick and like you had to come off the bench in halftime. Um, oh, I, yeah, I do remember that. But I think now after watch, watching the last dance, whenever someone like you guys would all criticize me for my behavior on the court, I was just doing what I could to make sure you guys experienced the success. Oh, oh my God. Or you got, like, thrown out of a game and you're like... Oh. I didn't get thrown out. I didn't get thrown out by the ref. I got taken out by... I got taken out by the coach. And yeah, your was brother there. was ejected from a Jubal game before. Yeah, at least he was <laughs> truly ejected. Okay. It's, it's not me, though. Yeah, my brother had some issues as a coach. That was, all, that was awesome. But I remember those games were com- angry miles in Jubal is definitely one of my favorite people of all time. Like I said, I, before, love, I, I, love just, I just had to do what I could to make sure the team to won. get a win. Miles I and Ethan him. always arguing about who would take the ball up. Was no, awesome. it was me and Chuck. And no, no, no. Chuck would do it and then get benched. Ethan would argue about it and then not get the ball. We, we, we didn't have anyone to put in. It was just like lift shots and Mike on the bench. I'm and telling Mike, you, I average a double-double. I average a double double. Ten You're rebounds, ten, 10, ten rebound, ten rebounds, ten fouls. Well, um, okay. Um, Were you guys at the game where I harassed a kid so badly I made him cry? What? I mean, I mean, probably. We only have like seven guys. Yeah, we. There was a game. It was a game we scored ninety. Oh, that I. That's the game I wasn't at. I wasn't yeah, at that okay. game. Imagine if you Sam. Wait, Goldie, I need you to settle a debate on. I'll be happy podcast. to. Who was the better Jubal player? Like, better, more Sam, contrib- Sam oh, scored. No. Sam scored. <laughs> Sam averaged 30 a game. Sam averaged 30 a game. It's not about me. It's not it was about me. me or Chuck. Oh, you. You easily kept the team together. But Sam was our best player by far. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree that Sam was our best player. But that, that shot didn't have to – like, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> well, because I thought it was going to be sell on the podcast between the two of you. And Sam scored 30 oh. a game. Yeah, Sam. Sam, Sam would was, just run. Sam did. Sam didn't yeah. have to do much. He would just run. But Miles yeah. definitely held the team together. Chuck, my favorite part of the whole thing would be Chuck get a rebound, miss a layup, get a rebound, miss a layup, 
Get a rebound. Uh, I love to, when, rebound. Chuck got, when Chuck got a defensive rebound and I would just run down the court and he would just try to chuck it down. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the difference is he would try to chuck it down and it would go 10 feet out of bounds and I would chuck yeah, it down. Yeah, but like, but like the, one, the one out of 10 but when it worked, worked, when it worked, it's beautiful. Yeah, but the worst thing is when it did work and then like he got confidence and he would be like, okay, <laughs> now I'm stocked and I'm going to bring it up every time. Was the best is when he would take it up one time, make a layup, and then just take it up every time it would just get poked. I don't think my brother, as a coach, got mad at anyone except for him for bringing the ball up. Like, there's nothing more fun though than at the end of the games, we're either up big or we're losing. Like, it was one of the two, and we would just give Mike the ball like nine times in a row to shoot. <laughs> Mike set the rebound record, it's in the like record. 25. <laughs> Those are some of the yeah, I think the most underrated player had to be Lushos. Did he play? He only played one year, I thought. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember that kid. Arthur no. Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Oh, I can't believe 4-4 four four was so long ago. Yeah. I was talking, I think I sent a message to Grant like a while ago, and it was just, like, we had the best staff ever we could have had. Can I just tell you that Grant texted me? in March and was like, I'm coming to Florida in like mid-April and like, can we meet up with the Beanstalk family? And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then the pandemic happened and it was actually the saddest thing ever. I was so excited. No more yeah. hot I think I think the reason we always had like the best staff is because like the one year that we didn't, we just complained and they're like, okay, now we just have to give What year do we not have a good, was that Lower Village year? No, like Upper Inner. Marvel, oh, man. upper inner year was weird. We had like we had, uh, we had no, our bunk was awesome. Our bunk we had Ian, we had all those guys are upper yeah, inner year. Ian was cool, but like yeah, now but thinking like, now thinking it was Jed. Jed was the geo. Dude, Jed I, was a legend. We had Isaiah that year too. I mean, Isaiah is my guy. Like I love Isaiah, but I'm trying to think. We had Swan. We had yeah. We oh, we did. The guy, like, the guy Satan. Oh, yeah, I do remember the archery guy. Mm-hmm. All right, Schmode, it was, a, it was a pleasure talking to you, but I, I got to head out. All right, peace out. Miles, we could talk about your best thing best thing you ever did up in your year, which was the singing of the names. I don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, then we will move on from that. So my final question for you guys is the same final question I ask on every podcast. If your last day was today, What's one thing you want the world to know about you that they don't know already? Was not expecting to get these. I'm an open book. I'm an open book big time. There's got to be something about you, not like a fun fact that you would want the world to know about you if today was it. Okay, that's like really daunting, but like. I feel like everyone's had to answer who comes on Golden Conversation. I should have done No one's making it. No one's making it this far into the episode. uh... Yeah, no one is making it this far into it. No, no way. Um, I'll say. I don't know. I have to think a little more. Miles, yeah. Can, can, can I get some like inspiration? What of other people? Yeah. So, I was given the thing about me where it's like, I'm. I always look like sometimes I got the world to figure out, and like, I'm always just like this straight faced person. But we all kind of deal with. Our, I always deal with my own stuff inside that I just kind of don't show often. I mean, you guys have seen it because. You spent literally 24 hours with me straight for four weeks. So you've all seen me break at some point, but some people just think I'm this kid who's like, oh, I know what I want to do in my life. I got the things I, I care about, but 
I got no clue. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of relatable. I mean, some people think that I'm normal and I'm really, really weird and full of anxiety. If people think you're normal, we got to meet those people. <laughs> okay, well, then, I, then I'm, I don't know what to say. No, I get exactly what you're saying. That, like, people think, like, Rachel Beanstalk got the world figured out, but you got your own things you're still dealing with. Yeah. Miles? Uh, I think I think that applies to everyone. So I think, um, I think I. Oh, I'll do Miles's. He has a collection of stuffed animals. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, and I, on that, I, we will call it an episode. All right. I can, thank you. Think, can I justify myself? Go ahead. <laughs> it is not like I. They're just they're sitting in my closet. And when I was younger, I think it's cute that I had a specific brand that I really liked, and I built the collection. Miles definitely was a big build the bear guy. Build the bear guy. Nope. Fluffies. Fluffies. And when Rachel, he's hold playing, on, hold on. Rachel, why do you know that? Because I know everything. When he says they sit in his closet, he picks one to sleep with every night. That's so it. not true, Rachel. I, re- I respect it. No, no, <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> now I'm upset. Now, like, now it was a good podcast, but now you ruined it. I no one is going to listen. I can't. Thank you guys enough for coming on today. Golden conversations, Rachel. I can't. Think. People make about twenty minutes, and and then it's 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 it's, a, it's game. Twenty is a stretch. Twenty is a stretch. I, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on today. All right. Uh, my pleasure.